Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ricardo, very, very well, because now I'm on the other end of the house away from uh, my daughter who's losing her mind. <laughs> That's always a good place to be, the other end of the house. Mate, uh, we're talking about the Phoenix. We're talking about 2022 and review. Uh, it is, it is a, a year of of two halves, if you like, because we've got the back end of one season and the start of another season. Uh, and, you know, the back end of last season wasn't pretty. Uh, I mean, they scraped into the playoffs, but, boy, do, they did it tough during COVID, based over an Aussie for a second, was it third season in a row? Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine how long they were actually away from home, uh, Rick Dog. And, and I must admit, when the calendar clicked over into 2022 and the Phoenix men opened uh, the year with a 4-0 loss, to Adelaide, I think that was their fourth loss in a row. I, I was fearing the worst for Uberkale's men. Uh, I was expecting the wheels to completely fall off. That um, you know, the, all those old tropes of you know playing at home is so important, making a fortress of your home ground. Well, they never had that luxury. They hardly ever played in front of uh, fans rooting for them. But credit to them for getting through to the playoffs. There, there was that wonderful run after that Adelaide ga- game when they went. Seven games unbeaten. They won five of them. They got through to the semi-final of the FFA Cup also in January. Uh, but from then on, after that run of seven games, Ricardo, as you've sort of intimated at the top, there was that period of rocks and diamonds, wasn't there? There were some good games. Then there were some horrific ones. There was that stretch where they went, you know, 4-0 at the hands of Newcastle. They lost 1-3-0 the following week to Brisbane. Then lost 6-0 to Melbourne City the next. 5-0, the following to Central Coast Mariners before beating the eventual champions, Western United, four goals to one. So they were really up and down. Um, and then they finally made their long-awaited return to Wellington, although they'll want to forget that day. They were humbled again by the Mariners. I don't know what the Mariners had over them last year, last season. Uh, they lost four goals uh, to nil. So there were some stretches of great football. Uh, there were some stretches of really uh, average stuff as well. Finished sixth overall. They conceded... 49 goals in 26 games, Ricardo, and just had five clean sheets. So uh, overall, it has to be considered a positive season despite going out week one of the playoffs again to the eventual champions, Western United. Uh, just to get to the playoffs, uh, for me, was really impressive for all that uh, hardship they've had to endure. Yeah, I think that, that summed it up really well, uh, Daniel. Uh, and and then the, the recruitment for the coming season, I think, has been really impressive. Uh, but maybe that hasn't matched what we've seen on the pitch. And I think probably Ufuktale would say that as well. I I, I think that in Krajev, uh, Zavada as well, and, and what we've seen of Jan Sass, they look like really good additions to the team, but maybe they haven't quite delivered on the field just yet. Yeah, they there was a lot of moving pieces in the off-season. They've essentially had to build a whole new front line. You, you think, what, Gail Sandoval, Hooper, Soterio, uh, Scope are all moving on. Combine those four had 23 of the 34 goals they scored in the league uh, last season, uh, Ricardo. And you, you know, you're a football man. Um, you don't want that much sort of turnover in a lot of ways. And I think they've done a really good job, actually. And it's a different sort of looking front line. Uh, with Barbarousas also coming back amongst those names. Maybe not the, the speed merchants of Soterio and Piscopo, the, 
Um, I think there's a good balance to it. Um, Zavada leading the line, you know, good old-fashioned number nine. But he, although he's not your atypical uh, target man, is he? He, he moves well. I, I think he sort of leads that line uh, nicely. And uh, Ufotella has a lot of options to partner around, and whether it's a, a Barbaroos the day before or uh, Ben Wayne. Um, I like what I see in that final third of the park, but a bit like last year, last season rather, I, I had some questions, Ricardo, about defensively. There's not enough clean sheets in this group currently. I don't think they've actually got one this season. Granted, the Craig Goodwin goal from last week is just a worldie from a set piece. There's not much you can do about that. But I think they um, they need to tighten up on that. And I'm sure Scott Wooten will tell you exactly that when he speaks to you later. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I think they'll be aiming for a, a clean sheet against Perth this weekend who have hardly been setting the league on fire at this stage. No. But yeah, I mean... I think, you know, when Tim Payne is potentially your first choice centre-back partner for Wooten, you maybe you maybe are lacking a bit of depth there. Nothing, uh, taking away nothing from Tim. He can do a good job there, but he's definitely more of a right back. Yeah, and, and when you look at the most successful sides the Phoenix have put out over the years, there is a dominant centre-half, or if not centre-half pairing. Uh, and I think you can marry that right across the leagues. Um, so those players they've got have got to, um, you know, tighten things up or, hey, the new year ticks over, maybe they'll they'll look to bolster their playing roster. But, but what I do know is they're a very competitive side, Ricardo. In fact, if they've, they've been more ruthless this season, they could be top of the league um, mm. by my math. You know, discretion advised my math's involved. But I, I, by my count, I've got four games that they've led that they've failed to see the job out. And uh, in those games, I think they've dropped nine competition points. So I, I see that as more more of a positive that you're getting yourself into winning positions um, but it's also painful how they've conceded those uh, points a lot of them have come late I think seven of those nine points they've dropped have come after the 75 minute mark so you just need to find a bit more of a ruthless edge uh, for the Phoenix and I, I think the hunting playoffs for sure and um, you know hopefully uh, they might have a long run Maybe they'll be playing in front of Sydney's fans in the grand final. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we can get uh, a home playoff at least at some point, uh, Daniel. Hey, we should talk uh, the Liberty A-League as well, the women's team. I mean, they were thrown together, you know, for last season. They were a very young team. They were based exclusively in Australia, and I thought they probably performed above where I thought they would go last season. Um, What was your take? Yeah, I I feel very similar. Um, firstly, them arriving awesome, isn't it? Long overdue, very exciting. Uh, as you rightly point out, late, late in the piece for recruitment and we're always up against it. In fact, I, I said often, you could almost give them a pass in their debut season and we should probably critique their second season efforts more so. Unfortunately, so far this campaign winless after five and I know they want to develop young talent but I do wonder if they had some biased regret, regret of not bringing in more experience to partner with some of that very raw, exciting talent. But despite that sort of quibble, uh, my overriding feeling, uh, feeling rather, is it's fantastic overall for the club, the pathways of New Zealand football. And a, a real highlight of the calendar year was uh, that game in February against Canberra. Chloe Nodder in the scoring, and then Grace Jolly was excellent for them, scoring uh, a couple in a short period of time to secure their maiden victory 3-0. I think now it gave uh, Canberra an idea to steal Grace um, uh, after the season. So I, I think, I think I, despite the... The disappointing results, uh, 2022 should be remembered fondly for what we hope is, uh, you know, down the road a successful team. But I, I never had grandiose ideas that they'd, you know, be up, up near the top of the league this season. But I, I'd like to see a little bit more competitive edge um, from them and quality in that final third, especially. I thought there was real fight in the last game against Adelaide, which um, 
which was at least a positive on the part. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think Grace Jarley's loss is, has really been felt because uh, she, she really yeah. leads the line very well. But, uh, I mean, you look at the two squads last season, uh, this season, you know, that sort of uh, bracketed in this year, and this season squad, on paper at least, should be better, you know, with Betsy Hassett, with Paige Satchel, uh, with just a bit Agreed. more, you know, Emma Rolston, a bit more experienced players that know their way around. So that has been disappointing that we don't have a point on the board there yet. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, professional sport's pretty harsh. The, you, you, the pressure just builds each and every week from here on in. Um, and you saw, I'm not sure if you saw the pictures after the loss against Adelaide, they're in this tight huddle for about 10 minutes after. Obviously, lots of soul-searching going on. I, I, I'm sure uh, McKenzie, was, they were trying to pick her up after you conceded the own goal. But if they look back on that game, they'll look back at three very good chances in the first half. And unfortunately, you've got to find a way to put one, if not two, of those away. Um, especially against the Adelaide side, who are just excellent defensively. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty exposed position to learn your craft um, uh, at, in the professional league that the A-League is, which is of, a, you know, a pretty good quality by international women's standards. So, um, you know, hopefully they can turn the page on uh, the year and, uh, you know, start more positively in 2023, a bit like the Phoenix men uh, team did at the beginning of this year. Yeah, 100%. 100% we can get that happening. Uh, well, just quickly, Daniel, uh, a couple of projections for 2023. Um, I mean, what are your hopes for 2023 from a Phoenix point of view, and what do you expect? My, my hopes, uh, as, as I pointed out, uh, Ricardo, I, I, I think now, uh, because they've got themselves in a position of the last couple of years where they're knocking on the door, that sort of bare minimum is making those playoffs. Uh, you always want to go um, one step further than last year, so what, um, one win in the playoff uh, to get through. Um, that, that's what I like. But, you know, I, I think going forward, two goals a game they're currently averaging, um, that, 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 that looks pretty good to me. And if they can find a way to be frugal at the back, especially at the right time of the season, you look at Western United, they conceded two goals in four playoff games. That's the recipe. If they could find that, anything could happen in the playoffs. But maybe, you know, fifth or sixth getting into the playoffs is um, uh, going to have to be uh, a bare minimum as far as I read it. Two things I really want to see, them to capture the imagination of Wellingtonians. Where are the fans? This is a huge, uh, huge problem for me over what I've seen in the last three or four games at home. The fans are down. I don't know if it was out of sight, out of mind due to being in Australia for so long, uh, but the crowds are down and that they do need to figure out exactly why. We know it's tough financially at the moment for all of us, uh, but you know historically they're on the lower end of the, uh, the spectrum, so hopefully the Phoenix can continue to play this attacking football, uh, you know, they have they've scored in every single game. Um, there's no lack of entertainment, but uh, they need to find a way to get some fans back and make uh, Sky Stadium a, a fortress like it was in the good old days. Yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. And for Natalie Lawrence and the uh, Liberty A-League side? Oh, firstly, I'd, lo- I'd love to see them uh, recreate the effort last weekend, week in, week out. Uh, even when they were down and, you know, eyeing another loss, they, they keep fighting to the end. I, I thought they defended quite well um, uh, against the side that had some really good players like uh, Chelsea Dorbers, you know, one of the most menacing players in the league. Um, my question is, is there enough goals of them? So hopefully they can uh, find a, a striker to lead that line and, and find a way to, to, to bowl to the back of the net a few times. But um, my, my expectation is probably on the lower end. Um, it's probably more about how they perform week in, week out from here rather than 
what I think might be an unrealistic expectation that they'll make our finals footy. Yeah, good stuff, Daniel. Hey, listen, thanks very much for giving us some time, mate. Go well. Have a great Christmas with the family, and uh, we'll catch you in the new year, eh? Well, do I have to go back and join the family from what I can hear on the other side of the house? <laughs> I, I'm happy to speak to you for the next 25 minutes if you want, Rick Dog. But uh, you know, what, what a year of football it has been. We've been uh, you know, really, really lucky here on um, uh, SDNZ. David Chote and myself, Rusty Gregorio as well, to, to bring you A-League coverage. Wonderful to have it back in, in New Zealand. And uh, let's not forget the Football World Cup was an utter joy to be part of as well. So Merry Christmas to you, mate, uh, and to everyone listening.